1: everybody welcome to beyond the scoreboard my name is raven moore and i'm the high school sports reporter for the iowa city press citizen and this new podcast we hope to go beyond the playing field to further shine a light on the talented athletes coaches and teams in town as well as in surrounding areas to accomplish that we will highlight the best female and male athletes from the previous week as well as pick the teams that had the best showing to close things out we will highlight a specific player team or game that deserves a more in-depth look and for this week's episode that spotlight will be on Regina Regal's co-head coach Lauren Hanson and her work with League One Volleyball also known as Love. But before we get to that, let's shed a light on the top athletes and teams of the week. Starting with the girl side of things, athlete of the week will go to West High senior swimmer Jade Rawcare. In the Trojans' dominating dual meet win over Dubuque Wallard, Rawcare earned a pair of individual titles in the 500-meter freestyle, which he completed in a state qualifying time of 5 minutes and 4 seconds, and the 100-meter breaststroke, which he finished in 1 minute and 14 seconds. Our top girls team of the week will go to the Solon Spartans, who have won five of their last six matches since last Tuesday. They have an 8-2 and record for the season, which is one of the best among local teams. While Solon is a school that expects to have success in every sport, their new head coach, Michaela Sedell, admitted that she did not expect her young team to have so much success this early on. I had the pleasure of speaking with her this week to talk about the progress her team has made through the first few weeks of the year. All right, Coach, so last week I got the chance to speak to you about your team's early success. At that point, you guys were 5-1, and one, and since then you guys have been 3-1. and one. Uh, Just kind of talking about what do you think the recipe's been for this early season success?
2: Um, I would say with the success that we've had so far, a lot of it is stemming from just the energy of the girls and the positivity from the good things that they do. Like, I, I want them to know that when they are successful that um, – that energy that kind of fuels them is what I think is most important and that positivity on the court and working it together as a team and not just as one person.
1: Yeah, and coaching, kind of looking at what you guys have so far been able to accomplish, you already have eight match wins, which nearly is half of what you guys got of all of last year. So based off the energy and just this group that you have compared to last year, what would you say are some of the biggest differences?
2: Um, I would say some of the biggest differences is having our offense and defense on the same page. Um, I think that... When it comes to volleyball, it's a fluid sport, and when you have everybody on the same page of knowing what plays you're about to run and knowing how to defend teams and optimize our offense to score, I think is the biggest, uh, like biggest
1: thing to. I don't know. I don't even know a word for it, but
2: whatever. You understand what I mean? Yeah,
1: I got you. And so, like the like I was mentioning, you know, a while ago, that this is your first season at the helm as head coach and as a former Solon alum. How good does it feel to know that what you're trying to put into place, that culture that you mentioned so heavily wanted to change, is starting to really take shape here?
2: Yeah, I mean, it. it's always a good thing, kind of, when you say things to your players and when they're able to absorb the things that you say. Mm-hmm. I think um, right now... I'm just so proud of this group. I know that they've overcome a lot of adversity in these past couple years and have had several different head coaches, and I think that now they just appreciate the consistency. And um, I think that a big thing, too, is when I look like I'm enjoying the game and that I'm here to support them, I feel like they can trust me even more and we can build those like player-coach relationship that – is just kind of hopefully going to take us to su- some success this season.
1: Absolutely. And then just last question for me still pretty early in the year, first two weeks are down. What's going to take for you guys to continue that sustained success? Yeah,
2: I mean, we got to keep pushing. Um, I think right now, like we are, we're, we're doing really well as a whole and with the season right now, but I think that there are going to be some tough matches ahead of us and we are just going to have to overcome those big obstacles. And I think that it's just going to stem from putting everything that we've learned in the classroom and in the gym on the court out of practice with film just all the things need to kind of come together and we just have to keep pushing and keep up the energy I don't want them to feel discouraged when we go up against um, some tougher teams because at the end of the day you're still learning and you still know what you can work on that next practice and I think that Right now, we're just putting in that time and putting in that work to show people what we can really do.
1: As for male competitors, player of the week will go to Liberty junior quarterback Graham Beckman. Last Friday against Linmar, Beckman was a man on a mission, completing 23 of his 38 passes for 328 yards and two touchdowns. He also led the team with 38 rushing yards and a touchdown. All the more impressive is the fact that this is still just his first year as a starting varsity quarterback. I got the chance to catch up with him after the game, but he got the chance to talk about what has gone into his quick success. You had a terrific showing this past week against Linmar, throwing for 328 yards, two touchdowns, as well as rushing for a touchdown as well. Just kind of talk to me about what was your mindset going into that game?
0: Um, Coming off a big win, uh, Kinnick, obviously, against City, uh, our cross-town rival, we kind of just wanted to keep our heads in it and uh, go get another win in week two against a really good 5A opponent. Um, And, you know, we worked hard all week, scout team included, just gave us great looks. And then, you know, we came out and
1: started strong. And it kind of just kept rolling. Yeah, you know, just talking about continuing to roll, even though it's just week two, you guys are undefeated, looking like the team that we saw towards the end of last season. So just kind of talking about what has changed with you guys' attitude now that you guys have really gotten into those winning success. (sighs) Uh, I think it started early summer, you know, we've put in a lot of work and we know that we don't want to be where we were last
0: year and know that we have a lot of talent on our team and can really go out there and do what we do best and win some football games.
1: Absolutely. And kind of talking about you individually, this is just, uh, this past week was just your second game starting as a team's quarterback. So how do you feel like you've started to really get more comfortable and grow at the position?
0: Uh, I think it's just putting in the work during practice and trusting my guys to know that either they're going to block up front or go catch the balls that I throw to them. I think that plays a big part in me having confidence in my game and going out there and doing what I do.
1: Absolutely. And then just last question for me, moving on to this week, what's it going to take for you guys to be 3-0? and
0: uh, I think we just – Just like last week, keep our heads in it and, you know, know that we can go out there and compete with anybody and just keep moving forward.
1: Our boys team of the week is going to go to the City High Little Hawks football team who put up video game numbers in their 77-0 victory over the Cedar Rapids' Jefferson Jayhawks. Scoring 56 points before halftime, the Little Hawks left absolutely no doubt that they were going home with their first win of the season. Offensively, they had 408 yards while their defense forced four turnovers and allowed a net of zero yards. That's right. They allowed 14 passing yards and negative 14 yards, meaning that the Jayhawks' literally had no offense against them. It was a terrific bounce back performance for the City High Little Hawks. Of the newest additions to the Iowa City Varsity volleyball ranks, the most intriguing one may be Regina Regal's co-head coach, Lauren Hansen. Along with Brandon Mills, she has helped lead the team to a five and four record at the time of this recording. However, her experience with volleyball spans over a lifetime, including her time as a recruiting coordinator for League One Volleyball, an organization that has helped girls cultivate careers in volleyball beyond just the junior high and high school levels. In the following discussion, I had the chance to speak with Coach Hansen about her work with Love and how she hopes to use use her platform to help volleyball players across the street things off can you just describe what league one volleyball is for those who do not know
3: yeah so league one volleyball is actually pronounced love Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a silent b and if you look at the logo um there's also an e and a b so it's kind of an interesting logo if you really dive into it um and and love is essentially one holistic ecosystems of clubs Uh, that we're gonna go from youth to club to pro volleyball. And so we support athletes in their entire journey from prep to pro. And what our ultimate goal is, is to launch a professional volleyball league in the United States, the grassroots up, with each pro team built from a foundation of our junior clubs um, across the country. So we are working on um, just having this new path for for women in general uh, to have successful careers both on and off the court because there are volleyball has never been a full-time position and this is the first time where you know it's a full-time position for a lot of us to be able to pursue and to help guide um, young women in their journey.
1: Yeah and kind of talking about how you got your start with Love?
3: Yeah so I had originally owned a company called My Recruiting Assistant and My passion was for the past 15 years was to help athletes be able to play at the next level and help them on their athletic and academic journey. And so through that, um, I had been doing that. had placed over 450 athletes at the next level. And through that, um, Love had found me through one of the clubs I was working at. And we had started a conversation a couple of years ago and um, had been now officially Working for love and with love for the past almost year and a half, so it's been exciting.
1: Yeah, and so kind of you know talking about that excitement. As you mentioned, there are no professional volleyball leagues. Um, as even though there, it's such a popular sport for young women and girls growing up. So why do you feel like it is yes. so important to have a place for these young women to continue their careers beyond college?
3: Yeah, I think it's been really difficult to have a sustainable model, and that is what we've seen. We've had we've seen a lot of professional leagues come and grow go in the United States. And so the reason that this is different is it's built from junior clubs. So it's built from youth, which that's, that's our foundation. That's our fan base. Um, that is where it the clubs are, they're thriving at this age. It's everyone wants to play volleyball, no matter, you know, if you're seven or you're 70. Um, and it's really cool to see this foundation being built. And it's all through the mission of our CEO, who is Caitlin Gao. She came originally from Lululemon, which was built off of one um, one yoga studio. And this is built off of starting with one volleyball club. And so through the volleyball clubs, we're able to pave that that pathway up to the pro. So that's why we feel it's very different and very sustainable.
1: Yeah. And as you mentioned, like you want to build something that's sustainable. I'm sure that with your job, you know, with helping to recruit young women, that you get so many questions about what are the best ways to go about this, what should you ask Mm -hmm. coaches, things like that. So what are some key pieces of advice that you find yourself oftentimes giving players?
3: Yeah, I think the biggest piece of advice is just to believe in yourself and your ability. So volleyball has become such a competitive sport, as you've seen, and only about 5.9% of high school athletes get to go on to play at the next level, which is – that's a really low number. So we're talking – there's roughly around 450, 460,000 um, high school athletes. So to only be 5.9% of that is really difficult. And so it's very competitive. And so what I try is just to believe in themselves, because if they truly want to play in the next level, there is a spot for them. It just might not be at that division one level. There might be a D2, a D3, NAIA junior college, and they can find their path. and and to make their mark at the next level. So start, we start with believing in themselves, but also looking at the best fit for them on the athletic and the academic side. Um, Just trying to find like, because we all know that for the most part right now, Love is trying to find the uh, the opportunity for athletes to play at the next, you know, at the professional level in the United States, but right now there isn't anything. So most of these um, athletes need to be able to find a job right after college. And so we need to make sure that they have a right academic fit, too. So working with them on that is a big piece of advice I could give them because that often guides them to a really small group of schools to start looking at. And then finally, really trying to find the region of the country where they feel most comfortable. I think a lot of a lot of girls come to me and say, Lauren, I'll, I'll go anywhere. I'll go to Hawaii. And then you get homesick.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: And so making sure that they find that family, that home away from home is so key in this process.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, kind of talking more about, you know, finding that home away from home. Typically, that's what you get in high school sports, which I think is something that makes it so important. And in this Mm -hmm. season, you got your first taste of uh, being a part of that as the co head coach for the Regina Regal. So with so much experience in talking to volleyball players and helping to build those foundations for successful futures for these players, how do you feel like that's helped you kind of in this new position?
3: Yeah, it's been really exciting. I have never coached high school volleyball before. I've only coached club. And so this is a new challenge for me, but also an exciting one, As that I get to instill confidence in this group of young women that really, truly need it. Um, there are some amazing athletes and young women on this team, and sometimes it's just that boost of confidence in me believing in them um, and their teammates believing in them that's going to help take them to the next level. And, and that's really what I want them to experience a pot – very positive environment that is going to help them thrive um, on the court and off the court and so it's been exciting to bring my experience of um, what it's what it's like to be you know a coach that instills positivity but also technical training so that they can be the best I'm trying to give them every tool possible so that they can be the best they can be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so in your opinion, what would you say are some of those et- essential tools to lead to success?
3: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I think that um, an essential tool is being able to be coachable. So knowing that every single coach is going to try something different. And and so being able to say, OK, coach, I, I definitely can make that change and being able to make that change mid-match, too, is is also Something that's very difficult to do. We did this against, um, we played Don Bosco just for reference of, you know, at the West Branch tournament and their middle attack was so good and so strong and their block was so good that we had to make an in-match change. So we went from running our middle to then running the pins. And so being able to be coachable and to make Adjustments, um, when needed, is is huge for an athlete in high school to be able to do that because it's you never know. Just like in life, Raven, you have to be able to make adjustments and make changes on the spot, and to be able to give them that life skill, it's really important.
1: Absolutely. And so, just a couple more questions for me. Um, kind of going back to love. What would you say mm-hmm. are some of the biggest goals that you hope to accomplish with your time with this organization?
3: Yeah, I ultimately hope I'm at this organization until I'm very old because Mm -hmm. it's uh, an organization that is truly just has every single characteristic in a work environment um, that I'd ever want to be a part of. It's like I've never like wanted and loved to go to work so much Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, I get to work with great people and our goal is really essentially just going back to our Our foundation and our mission is is to provide one place for all athletes from youth to pro to um, play volleyball or be a part of the sport um, at a different level. And so we just are the biggest thing we talk about is love for life because we want to be able to provide like love for life and volleyball for life.
1: Absolutely. So kind of asking that same question, but in the Regina realm, um, I spoke Mm -hmm. with you last week about, you know, you guys are still a very young team. However, it just seems like with every match, you guys are continuing to grow. So I know that it's probably difficult to have lofty goals in your first year at the helm. But what are some goals for this year and then in the future that you hope to get with these Regals?
3: Yeah, I, I think that my goals will always be lofty because I truly believe the talent is in the gym right now. It's just a matter of putting it all together. But ultimately, you know, our goal is to make it to the state tournament in the next four years. Um, and we plan on we, we have that goal written up um, on our, our whiteboard. And our biggest um, statement is right now is just trusting the process. So that's what we're trying to do. But really, I would say this year is try to be on the top of the RVC um, and then work our way to the state tournament.
1: Absolutely. And then just last question for me, let's say love does accomplish its goal of really starting a professional volleyball league and starting to get teams across the landscape. Would you be one of their first head coaches?
3: That's a great question. I would absolutely love to be. um, But I I truly absolutely adore being here in Iowa and being the head coach for Regina. So I think right now that's my main focus. And and maybe down the road, I will um, be able to
1: represent love. Absolutely. And it'd be great if you had some poetic justice to be able to coach some of your high school players on the professional level. Coach, thank you so much for getting the chance to speak with me. It's always a pleasure getting the chance to learn from you. You
3: too. I appreciate it, Raven. Thank you so much. No problem.
1: You can learn more about Hanson and her work with love at their website, www.lovb.com. That's www.lovb.com. From Beyond the Scoreboard, I'm Raven Moore. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you all next time.
0: Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.